Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. Tonight we are talking step two, everybody. We are on step two, which is willingness. And tonight is introduction night, which means anything goes. I am Kelly Fox, and I am happy to be here with my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? Well, I'm here and I'm willing to talk about the second step in the pathway to freedom. Aren't you so clever? <laughs> I am glad. I am glad you are here. Uh, and I'm excited to get going on this conversation. We have one of our favorites here with us tonight. Super excited to have her back on the show. Please welcome a Stephanie Luweris. Well, it's so exciting to be here with you beautiful ladies this evening <laughs> and that I was willing to be here. Yeah. Yes, this is quite past Stephanie's bedtime, and so we are grateful that she was willing to stay up later and be on the show with us tonight. We know that you will get so much from listening to her, and so we are excited to have her. Absolutely. So, Stephanie, why don't you remind our listeners what it is that you get to do and who it is that you serve? Okay. Well, I am a body positive personal trainer, fitness nutrition specialist, speaker, and author. And the people that I specifically work with are those that feel like they're stuck in fitness and nutrition, basically those that are trying to become consistent in their wellness journey. And that looks like a lot of different things, whether you have tried every diet planet and, you know, they just don't fit. And you know that you want to feel better, but you just don't know what that looks like or you have a chronic condition or illness and you want to incorporate movement and better nutrition in your life, but traditional means just don't fit you, uh, or coming back from injury or sedentary lifestyle and just trying to figure out that right fit um, because we're all individual. There's not a one-size-fits all approach to our wellness and I think that's where my passion for this idea of willingness comes in and I was so excited and jumped on this topic tonight is because <laughs> that when we look at at willingness it 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 you know it's my idea it, it's almost the first step because we have to be willing and ready to choose ourselves and take a step forward to make make that choice that we want to do something different. 
Absolutely. So that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie is actually my wellness coach, and I was down at Terry's this weekend, and she invited me to go on her morning walk with her, and I was like, ooh, Stephanie will be so excited when I tell her about this. <laughs> I am so proud of you. Very good. <laughs> that's that's how I talked her into going two miles instead of just one. <laughs> yep. So well, even just Stephanie getting out the door is a success. Yep. Yeah. I am super excited for this topic. So you kind of went into it a little bit. Stephanie, what does willingness mean to you? So willingness to me is a decision. It's a decision that I am open, that I am not going to stay where I am, that it's the status quo is no longer acceptable in my life. And that's for anything, whether it is our physical health, our emotional health, our spiritual health. We've reached that point where where, where we're camped out isn't okay anymore, and we need to move. We need to grow, and we need to change. Yeah, I love that. I always think of willingness as an action word. And Absolutely. It's, it's a willingness to move regardless of where that movement is. You know, we talk about acknowledging yourself and we talk about stepping out of your comfort zone. And wherever that willingness is, wherever that action has taken place, whether it's a new thought, it's an openness to a new um, filter or perception that we see our, our, our world through. Um, or if it's going out and doing two mi- a two-mile walk. Um, whatever, whatever that willingness took, wherever that willingness took you, it was an action. So that's how I, I think of, of willingness. How about you, Terry? Yeah, I really uh, like the the slight subtleties in in the definition of will, willingness. I think the uh, you know the awareness that we want to change, and then the willingness to seek out ways to change. I think that's that's where willingness comes in. We're aware that that there's something we want to do something different. We see a, a component in our lives that we'd like to change. And we're aware of that, and it could be in health, it could be in relationships, it could be a career, it could be in whatever area of our life that we want to focus on. And then the willingness to seek ways to do that. And I think that's where sometimes people get stuck. Uh, Stephanie was talking about uh, people choosing themselves, and I think that's a part of the awareness of wanting to Choose, choose yourself to see that, that there's something in your life that's out of alignment. There's something in your life that you want more. There's something in your life that you would like to have be internalized and be a part of, a part of your 
natural inclination or the way that you show up and then the willingness to find the ways to do that and i'm i don't know that willingness always leads to action um i think that willingness is a step towards action but uh rhonda Britton talks about and we talk about in our work with our clients is that oftentimes you can't do that alone and i think that's where we come in um Kelly mentioned that Stephanie is her wellness coach, and and sometimes we need a partner, a friend, a coach, a confidant that can help us take the willingness to the steps of action because we don't quite know how to get there on our own or we might have gotten there before because we have this awareness that we want to say we want to eat healthy, we want to be more compassionate in our relationships, we want to move our career to the next level. We want to become confident and competent using social media. Whatever that thing that we've become aware of, and now we're willing to look at it differently, we're willing to take steps towards mastery in that area, yet we don't quite know how to do that. And I think so. within the step of willingness is couched the um, awareness and willingness to ask for help. And that's where coaches come in. That's where powerful partners come in. That's where wise counsel comes in. People that can walk beside us and help us to get to that action once we're willing to take the action. I know in my life, it's, there's a lot of times I've, I've been willing, but I haven't known how to accomplish that or what's the next step. How do I get, how do I get unstuck? And that's what Stephanie was saying that she helps people do is to get unstuck. We help people get unstuck in there by helping them to learn to live in the the land of gratitude, the land of intention, the land of um, being responsible and not and writing acknowledgments and using your time wisely. I mean, there's just but we help people step by step uh, within that willingness to get to the action that leads to the change. So. I think that willingness has a lot of complexities and levels. And the first level would be just the awareness of what you want and then the willingness to seek the way to do that, whether it's through reading a book, um, talking to your pastor, um, having a coach, somebody that will help you and support you get unstuck and get on that road to uh, action. Yeah, I I get what you're saying, but I think all of those things are actions. Um, asking for help yeah. is an action. So, well, yeah, it's so, an action, but it's yeah. Okay, semantics. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that um, anytime anytime we want to get something done, if our willingness is less than a five on a scale from one to ten, most likely it's not going to happen. We're not going to do it. And so if it's something that we really want to do, it's finding a way to move that willingness up a notch. And I think that Stephanie is really, really great with that with, well, with me. And so I assume with her other clients of helping that willingness jump up a notch. So Stephanie, can you talk to us about that, how you help your clients willingness increase? Well, and I and I think that's that's really where 
where Terry is or what Terry was talking about is in that that discovery, in asking for help, in bringing in that person that's coming alongside you, that's helping you, that's bringing in the support. Because at the end of the day, I'm not doing the work for somebody. I'm not preparing somebody's food. I'm not doing their exercise. I'm doing my own exercise, but the exercise I do is not having an impact on someone else's health. It's having an impact on my own body. And so I think when we have the willingness to make a change, to reach out, to do whatever it is, and we, we start that, that snowball effect of I'm going to get the support, I'm going to get the help. I, maybe I don't know what that looks like, but I'm going to bring in somebody smarter than me who has a little bit of knowledge in this area. They have the knowledge, the resources, the, the capability to start to put me on the path that I need to go. So, for instance, in the work that I do, somebody comes to me and says, I want to lose 20 pounds. Well, that's great, and that's awesome, and that's a wonderful goal. But for me specifically, I work from a very weight-neutral standpoint. You're not going to walk into my office or into my Zoom room, and I'm going to hand you a diet and calories weight loss plan and send you on your way. We're going to have a conversation on, well, why do you want to lose weight? And we're going to dig a little bit deeper into, well, I want to feel better. Well, what does that mean? What does I want to feel better look like, feel like? And it's, I want my clothes to feel better. Okay, well, why? Because I want to be able to move around to chase my kids or my grandkids. Okay, well, why do you want to do that? Well, I want to be able to get up off the floor with them. Okay, so we start to look at, like, some of those specific things, and we see very intentional goals of items like flexibility, stability, balance, strength training, and can really hone in on what people need when, in their mind, all I wanted to do was just lose weight. And potentially they may mm-hmm. lose weight as a byproduct, they were willing to make a change. They reached out for help, but now they've enlisted the resources of somebody that is walking alongside them that can give them that very specific guidance that is keeping them motivated to what they have now uncovered what they really, really want. And I think that's more what Terry was talking about. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm putting words in her mouth, but that's what I. Well, no, yeah, I no, I, yeah, I, I agree. I think that I mean I'm just can only speak for myself. There are there are things in my life that I'm specifically aware that I would like to change. I'm willing to change those things, and yet I don't. So that's what where I was trying to get the that sometimes you can want something really bad. You can even be clear about why you want it, but still you're, there's, there's something lacking there um, that's keeping you in, the, in your comfort zone and not willing to take the steps towards that, either because you don't know what to do, um, you're afraid of, of stepping out and taking, taking a risk, even if you know you can do it, and so that's what I was I was trying to get at that, you know, sometimes the action stops because you're stuck. And I think that's what you were saying that you help people do is to get unstuck and to take that, that forward momentum, which maybe you can call that action or not call that action, but you're going to move step by step um, taking risks, not, you know, not jumping into the die zone, but taking those right. uh, stretches, you know, a little bit at a time with somebody right next to you helping you to know how to do that. So just for example, if I was going to ask you to help me develop a nutrition plan, it would not look probably anything like anybody else's nutrition plan because if it's not going to fit what I like to eat and the time I have to fix something to eat and the resources I have to buy something to eat, it's not going to happen, even though I'm aware and willing. So it's like that's where I was trying, you know, to get to is that I could, if I could find someone that could help me do that based on my specific, you know, likes and dislikes, then I'm going to take an act, take more intentional action that's going to result in what I want, which is to live longer, you know, and to have energy. I want an abundant amount of energy so that I can do all the things that I want to do. Precisely. Yeah. And so many times that's where we get the willingness, we get that grandiose idea of I'm going to start on Monday, I'm going to start at the Mm -hmm. beginning of the month, I'm going to start New Year's Day, and we make that giant sweeping change of something that doesn't fit our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. might work for a couple of days, a couple of weeks, but it's not sustainable. But like you said, if it's something that fits my schedule, fits my budget, fits my taste, and it's small changes built over time, we have that better chance with support and encouragement to be really successful at instituting it in our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wanted to yeah. mention that today is Monday and the first. <laughs> I know. I really had a lot of fun with that irony today. So start today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I think that for me, the things that, and Stephanie has done that for me, you know, those baby steps of just adding in another source of protein or making it easier to remember to do my exercises or finding an exercise that I like to do. Um, 
so there's there's definitely baby steps that you can take to move yourself towards that goal that you're wanting with your health or you're wanting with your career or you're wanting with whatever, right? There's always baby steps that you can take that will get you where you want to go as long as you're willing to keep taking them. You're willing to ask for help. You're willing to get a support buddy. You're willing to get a coach. You're willing to, um, you know, go out and get whatever it is that you need to support yourself to have the success that you want. If you want to eat better, then have healthier food in your house. That's going to make it more possible, right? So I think that um, there's lots of, little action steps that we can take that build um, up into the bigger ones that we want to take um, and gradually move that willingness level up um, because I can want to go for a walk every day, but how willing am I to do that? On a scale of 1 to 10, I might be willing at a 5. And so that's why it hasn't happened. But if I can do little baby steps that bumps my willingness up to a seven, then it's a whole lot more likely that I'm going to go take a walk. It may not be every day, maybe every three days, but that's still an improvement of not taking one at all. So I think that anything we can do to, you know, motivate ourselves to move that willingness level up is going to, is going to get us doing more of the things that we want to be doing. Exactly. And I think even it, you know, to bump up that willingness level, when we're doing more things in other areas and we're being successful, it's feeding it that that positive bank account in ourselves. So that when we're feeling good, when we see success in other areas, I think that natural ripple effect comes into that area that sometimes we're a little bit avoidant in and starts to bump it up over there because we see, oh, well, I'm doing pretty well over here. Maybe I'm a little bit more willing to try this now. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. I used to say that about uh, when I was teaching. I used to, you know, there's always this stuff about how do you motivate how do you motivate a kid to, to want to improve or to do better? And I I think what motivates them is being successful at something, you know, and helping them to, um, to, to have a task and complete a task, and that motivates them. And, it, and then it carries over into other areas where they have felt insecure before. So competency breeds confidence, and you can orchest- help people orchestrate that as a coach and if you're aware of that and you, you're you able to coach yourself, which I've had clients that have ended up being their own best coach, they're able to to take those, those small increments, be successful, and then build that success into the next area of confidence and then really be able to amp up their, their confidence and being willing to try new things. And I think that's true in, in any learning opportunity is actually learning how to do something is what motivates you to want to learn something else. And uh, that we can break down into small increments. Absolutely. Sure. I, I, use, 
I use that even in in exercise with 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 workouts. You do something that somebody has a high level of mastery in, you work on a skill that maybe they've struggled with or isn't a favorite and then you sandwich it right away with another another piece of something that they they really have a lot of mastery around so that there's mm-hmm. it's bookended with something very strong and something a little bit weaker in the middle so that people aren't fixated on something that isn't fun they're not excited with and they don't find a lot of joy in such great points. And I think one tool that definitely builds your confidence is when you acknowledge yourself. You acknowledge all those mm-hmm. baby steps. You acknowledge that you have found mastery in some areas and that you're getting better in others and that your willingness level has moved up a point, um, that you're doing something more consistently. Every time that you get a little tiny bit closer to where you want to go, you acknowledge yourself, and that's going to increase your confidence a whole lot. That's yes, true. Absolutely. Yep. I acknowledge well, ladies, myself every day, even for taking a walk. Even though I take a walk almost every day, I don't on Sundays, but I still acknowledge myself when I write my acknowledgments that I got out of bed, got dressed, went outside, and took my walk. Yeah. That's right, because every day could bring another challenge, right? Um, we didn't yep. get as much sleep, or it's colder, or <laughs> uh, we don't uh, know where our shoes are. There's all different kinds of excuses that come up that we, um, you know, can uh, push through and still do what we've committed to ourselves to do. So we are almost out of time. I want to give Stephanie an opportunity to share her contact information with those who are listening, as well as anything that you have coming up, Stephanie. Well, uh, you can find me on all of the social media networks, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, at various iterations of heart and soul fitness and soul is s-o-l-e and um for those listening um around right now i am offering a discount on my um group coaching community um and i'd love to chat about that with you. So if you connect with me on social media or drop me an email, um, all of my contact information is also on the Fearless Generations podcast page. I'd love to have a conversation and chat with you more about what that includes. Awesome. I love that. And please add it to the group and on our Facebook um, page so that people can find it easily and you will be just a click away. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here, Stephanie. We love you. We love having you on the show and um, we love the opportunity that we have to uh, share uh, you with our audience. Well, I 
I love you ladies. I love the Stepping Toward Freedom program and all of your workshops. I've been to all of them multiple times, and <laughs> think what you ladies do with Fearless Generations is just amazing. Oh, thank Aww. you. Thank you. We want to thank you, listeners. We want to thank you listeners for uh, coming back each week and listening and uh, learning uh, more from us as we learn more from our guest coaches. Um, we want to remind you that the 12 Steps for, to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And you can learn more about Fearless Living at fearlessliving.org. You can also find Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org, and we would love to have you come and check us out there. Um, All the episodes of the podcast are there, as well as our upcoming workshops. Our next one is November 10th. It is a free one-hour webinar, a sneak peek into Change Your Life. Um, It is the first step of the three-step process of that workshop series, and we would love to have you there. Uh, So go and check it out. It's also on Facebook and um, all over our social media. And uh, we just want to thank you uh, for listening and come back next week. We are here every Monday night at 9 Pacific. So thank you, everybody, and be fierce. Thank you, Stephanie. Bye. Thank you.